care of Haggai. Esther also was taken to the king's palace and entrusted to Haggai, who had charge of the harem. She pleased him and won his favor. Immediately, he provided her with beauty treatment and special food. He assigned to her seven female attendants, selected from the king's palace, and moved her and her attendants into the best place in the harem. Esther had not revealed her nationality and family background because Mordecai had forbidden her to do so. Every day he walked back and forth near the courtyard of the harem to find out how Esther was and what was happening to her. Before a young, woman, a young woman's turn came to go in to King Xerxes, she had to complete 12 months of beauty treatment prescribed for the women, six months with the oil of myrrh and six with perfumes and cosmetics. And this is how she would go to the king. Anything she wanted was given her to take with her from the harem to the king's palace. In the evening, she would go there and in the morning return to another part of the harem to the care of, uh oh, uh, this is, uh, 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 Shazgat, the king Judas, who was in charge of the concubines. She would not return to the king unless he was pleased with her and summoned her by name. When the turn came for Esther, the young woman Mordecai had adopted, the daughter and uncle of Abihail, to go to the king, she asked for nothing other than what Haggai, the king's eunuch, who was in charge of the harem, suggested. And Esther won the favor of everyone who saw her. She was taken to King, King Xerxes in the royal residence in the tenth month, the month the month of Tibet, in the seventh year of his reign. Now the king was attracted to Esther more, to, more than to any of the other women, and she won his favor and approval more than any of the other virgins. So he set a royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Instead of Vashti. And the king gave a great banquet. Esther's banquet for all his nobles and officials. He proclaimed a holiday throughout the providences and distributed gifts with royal liberality. The words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now that's a tongue tire. And unfortunately it's got nothing to do with Hebrew. Or else I wouldn't have been able to, uh, to pronounce it. So today is called A Person of Purpose. You're listening to a conversation that Mordecai has with his niece, Hadessa. Yes, you have to go, said her uncle. You can't ignore the king. And she says, but he doesn't even know that I exist. Mordecai, the king does not know you, but his representatives do have, do, or have heard about you. I tried to hide you as much as I could, but many have heard of your beauty or have seen you. So there's no way you can't go. I've raised you from a child since the death of your parents. It's now time for you to leave me and I will keep track of you. I won't be far away. Remember, I'm an official for the king with an office in the palace. Now you must promise me, Hadessa, that you will keep your Jewish heritage a secret. You must because your life may depend on it. And she says, as you wish, uncle.
Mordecai offered this advice to Padessa. Remember that the ministry that ought to be your most important needs to be directed to the Lord and not be directed for the Lord. This needs to remain your number one concern. Being of service to the Lord is much more important than just your service for the Lord. Hadessa says, I'll remember that and try to follow it to the best of my ability. Mordecai says, you'll have to do better than that. At times, you may find that you have been placed in a position by God and placed there not for your benefit, but placed there to serve Him. Part of your beauty treatments will be with myrrh. By being covered with myrrh, you are showing that you are dying to yourself in order to find your life in the king. Hadessa asked Mordecai, what's the meaning of sweet odors? Sweet odors or spices speak of a pleasant fragrance, which in scripture is a sign of sacrifice. If at times you are unable to see God's purpose in your situation, whether you're changing jobs, uh, positions, locations, graduating from, uh, from college, or any other change that you may be going through, keep in mind that God is in control. Keep in mind God is in control. This is a big change in, in your life. You're going through. You may not realize it now, but you will. You will. God may be placing you in a position so you can help with God's plan. We don't know what it is, but we can help with it. We can be put in, in a position, not to benefit us, but to benefit him. Mordecai's young, beautiful niece, Hadessa, became Esther. So she had to hide her Jewish heritage or face death. There was an edict out to kill all the Jews, all of them. By, by the king's right-hand man, who later, through Esther, Queen Esther, she tells the king about this. She appears before the king. You don't appear before the king. The king requests you to come to his presence. She showed up one day, and, and, and the king said, what do you want, Queen Esther? And she tells him the story about this, his, his right-hand man with this edict to kill all the Jews. And they end up killing the, uh, uh, the king's right-hand man. And Esther saved the Jewish race. That's why she's very important. The king became very fond of her and selected her to be his new queen. Why? Because God was the one who was in control of the situation and not the king. In those days, it was common that when the king called for any service from a family, the family would have to comply or face the consequences, which was usually death. Whatever the king would ask from your family, you better provide it or you're going to be dead. You at times, you are at times part of God's advanced plan, fulfilling his purpose through your life. All of us are part of God's advanced plan. What is the plan is? We don't know. 
How can we tell on each one of us as an individual part of his plan? How can we put all that into, into one, one plan? We can't. We're limited, unfortunately. You may not know it, but you're working for God. You're working for God in your everyday life when you're out there. And you're being observed by everybody. Now, they, they, they may be working for God, too. You need to find out. You know, I don't say anything wrong with asking them, are you a Christian at work? Unless you're going to get fired for using the word Christian. Are you a Christian? No. Well, okay, then you've got some work to do. Are you a Christian? Yes. Okay, so you know, you two, you two work together. Fine. Uh, I've been bumped into people in workplaces who, oh yeah, 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 that person over there is a, is a Christian, yeah. Well, we have lunch together, and all of us who have lunch together are Christians. We all talk about this at, at lunchtime. After Hadessah became Queen Esther, she apparently understood that, for she allowed herself to be used by God for the purpose of saving her people, the Jews, from destruction. Because they were going to wipe them all out. All of them. God had placed Esther on the throne before the Jews faced the possibility of complete destruction. This was hundreds of years, thousands of years before World War II. Hadassah, Queen Esther, was there so that when trouble came, a person would already be in a position to help. We have, we have that, uh, I've run across that with the, the, the ministry. There's always somebody I can go to for help. Uh, and, uh, no, I won't say anymore because of that thing right there. She was a person of purpose, Esther, Queen Esther, Hadessa. She didn't know it at first, but she became aware of it as her circumstances changed. God doesn't receive the credit he so rightly deserves because he does his work in the background. You're not aware of the work he does, in, he does with you. So how are other people going to be aware, aware of it? Do we think about that? No, no, no. About how God is, is working in our life? Unless, unless something happens. It's like, oh, okay, God was there. But without anything happening, and we're just going through our daily lives, do we, do we know that God is uh, back, back behind us uh, working? It, it seems to me, no matter what uh, has to come up in the day that has to get done, it ends up getting done. Then I'm surprised. I wake up in the morning and say, uh, I'm not going to be able to get all this done one day. Uh, this is too much. I'm going to be late for this and late for that. And I'm not late. God makes sure I have time to do this, to do that, to do that, to drive here, to drive there, to spend time here talking, talking. Well, sometimes in the library. I talk too much in the, uh, mm -hmm. at, at, at the library. Uh, and it's, uh, so, so God's work is not, is not done openly so we all can see it. That's the way he works. He works behind the scenes. Have any of you been in the stage production? Nobody? Oh, 
They thank you for raising your hand, young man. Yeah, musical. What musical? A movie thing. It was not a movie. It was a movie. No, like there are songs from it. Oh, you don't remember the name of it? Samurai action. Like camera action. Camera action. Like, like, like camera action. What's that? <laughs> is, is that from the internet or something like that? I never heard of that musical. But I'm not overly, overly, people find this a, a surprise uh, for being in music as long as I was. I'm not a fan of musicals. Uh, unless it's The Music Man with Robert Preston. Okay. Uh, uh, the Sound of Music? Oh my goodness, I run away from The Sound of Music. I've never cared for The Sound of Music, the most popular musical uh, out there. And, and, and my life is like that. I'm walking along and all of a sudden I'll break out into a song and start singing it. Just like they do in a musical. But I don't, uh, I, I, I don't know, I just don't care for it. No. Esther, in her new life as queen, looked for three essentials that's needed for happiness. They're easy. Something to do, something to love, and something to hope for. They're the three things she says you need to have to find, to find happiness. And I pray that like Queen Esther, you look for these three essentials that's needed for happiness. Something to do, something to love, and something to hope for. We all need that something to hope for. And something something to love, and something to do. So I must be very happy, because I certainly have something to do. There's always something to do in the ministry. Always something to do. Uh, something to love, yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, 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 Phil, oh, Phil's been on a killing spree. I got, I'm, I'm getting spots of blood outside the kitchen door where he brings his gift and leaves it there and it, and it bleeds all over the place. Uh, I think he got two or three yesterday, animals, and brings them to the back porch. Uh, I, I thank him, thank you very much, Phil, now get out of here. And if I pick them up and, and sweep them into a, uh, a duster and take it out and dump it into the fireplace, next thing I know he's walking to the fireplace. He's disappointed that I moved his, his prize, his killings, from the back porch right by the doorway. You know, there's no way you can walk out without stepping on a dead uh, mouse or a dead uh, whatever they were. I don't know. Uh, and uh, he, he runs out into, he didn't pick it up and bring it back. He just got another one instead and brought it, brought it in. So he's, he's been on a uh, killing, killing spree. So I'll have to put a sign up, beware of killer cat. So let us let us pray. God, who puts us in positions that we will be needed to help advance His future plan, give us the understanding and wisdom to discern these situations, so that we can act accordingly and carry out Your plan to the best of our ability. Thank you, dear Lord, for the opportunity to serve You in Your Son's most holy name. We pray. Now, before we sing our last uh, last hymn, since it's uh, Mother's Day, I'd like to share this uh, this this short story with you. There are three sisters, age 92, 
96. They lived in the same house together. One night, the 96-year-old draws a bath. She puts one foot in and pauses. She yells down the stairs. Was I getting in or getting out? The 94-year-old yells back, I don't know. I'll come up and see. She starts up the stairs and pauses. Then she yells out, Was I going up the stairs or down? The 92-year-old is sitting at the kitchen table having tea and listening to her sisters. She shakes her head and says, I sure hope I never get that forgetful. She knocks on wood for good measure. Then she replies, I'll come up and help both of you as soon as I go and see who's at the door. <laughs> so happy Mother's Day. So let us stand and sing our hymn of the short, There's Within My Heart a Melody, and we'll pause before the last verse. Number 488 in the hymnal, or the words are on the screen. situations we find ourselves in, 
that we have been put there by the one who is actually in charge, God, and then proceed to become the person he created us to be, a person of purpose. Go and earn your day. Let us bring our time together with our Lord to a close by singing the last verse, our hymn of insurance. There's within a heart my melody.